Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. We're going to talk all about Coach Ed Orgeron and the LSU football situation. Got some really strong takes. This podcast is brought to you by Ryan Maranto. For all of your mortgage and refinance needs, contact Ryan Maranto with Team 225 First Option Mortgage. Ryan can guide you through the home buying process and make it as smooth for you as possible. Rates are low. Call Maranto. The Maranto Mortgage Experience. Call Ryan at 225-405-2183. That number again, 225-405-2183. Rates are low. Call Maranto. Ryan Maranto bringing you this episode of Sports Takes again. All about Coach Ed Orgeron. He won't return in 2022. He will finish the season. Trey Blossom and I will talk about the process, the timing. Is there a benefit, good, bad? Talk about possible new coaches and the process for getting a new coach. Some really good, strong takes right here on Sports Takes. Hey, quick note. Want to let everybody know, Talking Sports with TK recently passed 35,000 listens and downloads. We can't do it without you. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you sharing it. 35,000, little under three years we've been doing this. Don't forget, sports betting is exploding in the USA. You need to be a part of the hottest new website, meatandpotatoesusa.com, where you buy a pig. If it doesn't win, you get picks till you get a winner. Meatandpotatoesusa.com. Sports consultants went 4-0. and 4-0 oh. oh in college football, 3-0 and oh in NFL football this past weekend. That's 7-0, and oh, and they are 64% on the year. That, that could be leading the country. It could be leading the country. 64% on picks against the spread and long shots at meatandpotatoesusa.com. Do check it out. We're going to hear a message from our host, Anchor, and then we will be back, joined by Trey Blossman, some strong takes on Coach Ed Orgeron, LSU football, and what is next for the Tigers. You're listening to Talking Sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Three, two. We continue with talking sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by Trey Blossman, as I mentioned. Sports takes here on a Monday, the Monday after the day that LSU officially announced that Ed Orgeron would not return to the football team to head up the program after the season. He'll finish out the five remaining games on the schedule as the head coach, and then uh, he will no longer be the head coach. And the according to athletic director Scott Woodward, the search for the next championship football coach begins immediately. A lot of reaction nationally, statewide, locally. Trey Blossman and I, who've been doing radio forever and now in the podcast world, we wanted to throw some reaction out there uh, for everybody. Don't forget, Trey will have his picks later in the week where he did very well in college football. He's on absolute fire in the NFL. And 
meatandpotatoesusa.com went 7-0 and last week. But let's talk LSU. Let's talk Coach Orgeron. We both have some strong takes here for you. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? Doing fine, Tommy. Beautiful day in South Louisiana. Yeah, we've had some really nice weather. Uh, backing it up real quick, I, I'm in that group that did not see it coming for LSU to beat Florida 49-42. A handful of people, including Andy at MeatandPotatoesUSA.com, thought LSU would win that game, even though they were 12-point underdogs. Lo and behold, they got it done. Everybody was happy. A big question in Baton Rouge Saturday night. I did radio from the LaBear's uh, Casino at the Stadium Sports Bar. Was the dis-save Coach O's job? We we answered unanimously no when some people in the audience, a big crowd, asked us that at the casino Saturday night. Turns out once we get to Sunday evening, we were correct in saying no. A separation agreement has been reached, a termination agreement specifying all the details of him getting the $17 million, and he must cooperate with the Title IX investigation, which is not concluded yet. So that answers a lot of questions, kills some rumors, kills some speculation. Still some questions out there that we'll learn about going forward. But, Trey Blossman, I know you have lots of thoughts and observations. Uh, let's get just do a little open forum here. Well, Tommy, the first question that comes to my mind is the timing. Why now? Uh, no, obviously the Florida win didn't save his job. But what if LSU runs the table? I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's very unrealistic to talk about it. But what if? What if LSU comes back and runs the table? Okay? Uh, I know there's a lot of issues at play here. I think that Scott Woodward has been wanting to get rid of Coach O. I think he wants his own guy in there. I think the process is being heavily influenced by far left, radical left LSU President William Tate. I don't know if you're familiar with this, Tommy, but he wrote his doctoral thesis on critical race theory. Okay? So this guy's a lunatic that they've put in charge of LSU. And from what I understand, he's flexing his muscle and has been quoted as saying that he wants this to be an epic historical hire, which means a black coach. And look, Mel Tucker's a good coach. He's doing really well at Michigan State. He's got experience on the staffs of uh, Saban and Kirby Smart. Uh, James Franklin, he won at Vanderbilt. Nobody else can win at Vanderbilt. Uh, I don't know if he's going to leave Penn State or not, but he's a good coach. That's two real good black coaches. But should they be hired because they're black or should they be hired because they're the best coach available and willing to accept the job in Baton Rouge? Uh, I, I just, you, you know, it's like the Democrats, they picked a vice president because she was a black woman. Had nothing to do with her ability or skill level uh, her likability. As a matter of fact, she's not likable at all. She was running 20th out of 22 Democrats when they dropped her out of the race and gave Biden the thing, okay? So how's that working out for us? You hire the, most pe the people who are most impressive 
have the best resumes, and you think will do the best job for you. You don't go in with a preconceived notion that, you know what, it's time for LSU to have a black coach. I think that's ridiculous, and I'm going to support LSU, whoever they hire. And like I said, I got no problem with Tucker or Franklin. But I can't even think of another black coach that's on the level of being acceptable as LSU's head coach right now. Uh, I can think of some white coaches. I love Luke Fickle. I don't know if he'll leave where he's from. Uh, But, man, that guy's rock solid. He, He served as the interim coach at Ohio State in 2011 between Jim Tressel and when they hired Urban Meyer. He's got experience as a head coach. He's doing a phenomenal job with the Bearcats at Cincinnati. Uh, look, talking to Jimbo Fisher, that doesn't interest me at all. As a matter of fact, I would lose some interest in the LSU football team program if they hired Jimbo Fisher. Uh, I think when Scott hired him in Texas A&M, he paid him too much, and then he re-upped him and paid him even more. Uh, I'm not interested in that at all. Uh, but I do like Fickle. Like I said, I'm okay with the two black coaches that I mentioned. I just, I really, it just irks me to indicate that we, it's time for this hire. It's time for a black coach at LSU. I'm sure a majority of the players, which a strong majority are black, I'm sure they would love that. But are we ready to see over to the wishes of the players at this point, we're already heading in a dangerous direction in, in, in that thing, Tommy. So I don't know. I, I just t- timing and the that it has to be a black coach. Those are the two things that are bothering me right now. Who benefited that this was announced yesterday? Did it benefit the football team? Did it benefit the administration? Did it benefit Scott Woodward? Did it benefit Coach O? I, I don't know that it benefited anybody. Uh, you know, I don't think you fire your coach or have him announce that he's resigning until you have your replacement in hand. And I'm pretty damn sure they don't have a replacement in hand. Uh, a couple of things. One, the, the timing of it is a little odd. I, I'm agreeing with you. I don't see the big benefit. I think, you know, what it, the only good is it, it, it puts the end to some speculation, the end to some conversations, and the end to some rumors, okay? But you could have, Scott Woodward, perhaps an avenue he could have taken was come out with a statement that we evaluate all head coaches at LSU at the conclusion of their respective season, whether that's the golf team, the soccer team, whatever. He could have came out and said, look, I know there's a lot of stuff swirling around the social media, the Internet. We will evaluate this at the proper time, and as soon as we make a decision, we'll let you know. That way you wouldn't have to say, well, you know, they they lost to Kentucky. They're going to fire him the next day. If he'd have lost to Florida, do they fire him? Do they fire him on the open date week, which is coming up after this Saturday's Ole Miss game? So, you know, that's the only thing I see there is that, you know, the LSU fans, there were a lot of question marks, and some of those question marks got answered. But to your point, it does, I don't know who it directly benefits. I don't even know if that's the right word. But on the next thing, I couldn't agree with you more. No way you should preset the mentality of it's time to hire a black coach, nor should Southern University preset the mindset that it's time to hire a white 
head coach, although they've had many white assistants at Southern and Baton Rouge and many white players, more than some people think. But I, I don't agree with that, but you're right. And I'm glad you brought up because President Tate, who's only he's been the president, what, a handful of months or so now. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. he he's out there, okay? And I, I think he should let Scott Woodward do his job, interview as many people as he wants, make dozens of phone calls involved with each interview, and then let Scott Woodward come back to him and say, in my opinion, the best person for the job is. And I don't care if they're black, white, Hispanic, as long as the process identifies the most qualified person to fit in and lead the LSU Tigers to a championship, which was what the fans want. You know, I said this the other day, LSU, if you go back to 2003, take Alabama out of the picture, LSU has more national championships in football than any other school. That's a profound stat. So I think you've got to let Woodward whoever that may be. And we got two things to examine here on a smaller scale. When the LSU women's basketball job came open and everybody said, hey, go get Kim Mulkey. She's Louisiana native, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? They got Kim Mulkey in the Baton Rouge. And then when Paul Maneri retired from the baseball program, oh, we got to get Bianco, got to get Cliff Godwin. What, what about this guy? And then they let it play out, and out of left field comes Jay Johnson, who initially appears to be a great hire. I can't tell you how many great things I've heard about him from people involved at LSU and, and current players and former players who he has, and he has ingratiated, including being at the private dinner last Friday night for the 30-year reunion of the first College World Series champion in 91. Skip Bertman players, Jay Johnson, only people allowed, not wives, not girlfriends, not kids, not not aunts and uncles, the whole bit. Jay Johnson was there and left that room in total amazement about the quality of the people that were in the room. So, you know, we've seen Scott Wilber go get the big name. Then we've seen him come. You know, Jay Johnson wasn't one of the first names that surfaced. Same thing's going to happen in football. I don't know if he's going to get one. There's an article in The Advocate right now, the Baton Rouge newspaper, 10 people listed as a possible replacement for Kojo. The national outlets have same lists made up. Hey, you got to defer to Scott Woodward. Let him do his job, and I hope President Tate does not preset people's mind. I hope he lets Scott Woodward do his job and then come in and say, Mr. Tate, President Tate, I think the following person is the best selection based on qualifications, who they are and how they will fit in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and on this campus at LSU. That's what I hope happens. And as you said, a true LSU fan will support whoever gets hired, even if it's not their guy or two at the top of their own list, because Scott Woodward is the only one that matters. Well, look, neither one has coached a game yet at LSU, but I will – Totally agree in theory that the hires for baseball and women's basketball were great hires. I didn't know the the baseball coach from Arizona from the man in the moon, but I know who Kim Mulkey is because she played for Hammond High School when I was in college. Uh, part of that time at SLU, she won championships at La Tech. She, I mean, everybody in Louisiana knows who Kim Mulkey is, and she was a great hire. She may not win at LSU, but she was a great hire because she's been a successful coach. I feel good about the baseball situation, you know. But, again, I totally agree. Let this thing play out. Let Woodward make a recommendation. Look, 
my dad was very good friends with Bob Broadhead. I can promise you this. Bob Broadhead had zero input from any administrative officials at LSU in recommending who to hire and fire when he hired the likes of Bill Arnsbarger, which was a great hire. And, you know, Mike Archer appeared to be a young up-and-comer, turned out not to be such a good hire. But you, you got to let the AD do his job because ultimately, if LSU football two years from now is not improved, the AD is going to lose his job, okay? The most important thing on LSU's campus to most people is LSU football. Yeah, it's nice to have a good law school that puts out good lawyers. It's nice to have a good medical school. But most people who are interested in LSU are interested in the football program. you agree with that? Yeah, and I go back to a quote by then president of LSU, Mark Emmert, uh, who's now the, the president of the NCAA. When he was at LSU, I, I was with him in a small setting, like six or eight people. And he made the comment that, you know, if you picture LSU as this beautiful, gorgeous mansion on the bayou in the south, okay, the front porch, the first thing everybody sees is the football program. You know, you, yeah. you, you don't notice the shingles on the roof and the shutters on the windows and the, the landscaping on the side yard. You notice the football team, and you notice the front porch when you pull up to a home. And I thought that was a great analogy, and it still rings true. At LSU, the football program is the front porch of the mansion, you know, quote-unquote, figuratively speaking, of LSU. Well, yeah, it's a, very well said. By, by, by yeah, LSU. so in kind of summarizing this right here, you know, we, we got uh, we got to let it play out. When Scott Wood is ready to make an announcement, we'll know. Uh, early signing period starts December 15th. That's a key date to keep in mind. But if you're going to hire a coach that uh, might be in a major bowl game or in a playoff, do you have to wait? Yeah, you know what I mean? If you're coaching a minor bowl game, we've seen a lot of coaches leave and not coach the bowl game. Uh, I do think it'll be a current head coach. I, I don't think they're going to pluck a, a coordinator even out of a major school at this point. That's my guess. Again, I got no insight. I, 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 would, I would say if they're going to hire a coordinator, they're going to be hiring Joe Brady. Could be. I, I think yeah. That, yeah. That's the only guy I see who's not a current head coach that would be considered. I mentioned Fickle. You and I have talked a lot about Billy Napier. A lot of LSU fans would say, we, we don't want ULL's coach. I would say, why the hell not? That guy's a winner. Yeah, well, you I, want a coach that's going to win. Look, I watched this team last Tuesday night. They're they're good, man. They're, they're they're well coached. They have skilled athletes that he's recruited to that team. They've got a quarterback that they've developed who, although he's not even six foot and probably doesn't even weigh 180 pounds, is a winner. I, I like what he's doing. They'll be on TV, I think, Wednesday night this week, Wednesday or Thursday, and I'll watch him again. Well, but, uh, you know, well, Fickle, Napier, the two black coaches I mentioned, Franklin and Tucker, I, I would see those four as Trey Glossman's personal favorites. And, again, I said I don't want to hire a black coach just to hire a black coach, but two of the four I just mentioned happen to be black. I'm not interested in Lane Kiffin. I think LSU's program has enough problems that even though I love the way Kiffin coaches, 
he brings problems with him. He, he's got a lot of the BS that Orgeron has. He runs his mouth. He gets in trouble. I'm not interested in Bob Stoops, 61 years old. Bill O'Brien does not excite me whatsoever. So let's, let's just wait and see how this thing plays out. All right, I'm going to make a statement that may shock some people, may shock you. You don't know what I'm about to say. But but follow me on, on what I'm about to say. I think they need to hire a coach that will do what Ed Orgeron did, take the job, put his head down, work his ass off, and try to win a national championship. Because Ed Orgeron did that. He took the job, he yes. worked his ass off, and he won a national championship, one of the greatest football, offensive football teams ever assembled in the history of college football. Now, since that victory over Clemson in the Caesar Superdome, a lot of things have unraveled on the field and off the field. I'll leave well, that down. I don't, need, I don't started, need to rip through the laundry list. Well, it started with the announcement uh, two weeks after the championship game that he and his wife were divorcing. I think that's when and, and it started that, and that, had been in the, that had been in a hopper for months, okay? So, yeah, so on the field, off the field, hiring of coaches, missing on some recruits. We can make a long list. We don't have to hash it out today. But my point, hire a coach is going to do what Ed Orgeron did when he, when he was named permanent head coach. He put his head down. He went to work. He recruited. He built the staff, and he won a national championship. That should be what you want to do going forward. And we'll let it play out. And, uh, of course, we, we do sports takes uh, basically every week. And if there's something shaking or some information that Trey or I get, we'll be happy to share it with you, just like we want you to share this podcast with lots of people. Trey, later this week, we're going to have your picks, college and NFL, absolute on fire in the NFL. You, we'll throw a little nugget out to people. you got the Bills minus five and a half in tonight's Monday night football game, October 18th. And if you haven't checked it out yet, check out MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. Sports betting is exploding in the USA, and you need to explode with MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. 7-0 and on college and pro picks by the consultants at MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com last, this past weekend. Trey Blossom, we look forward to your picks later in the week. Let's get rolling, and I'll visit with you again soon. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 